Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. I mean, it's tough when someone's really experienced something horrible. And it was like he spoke a word. The person who is welcomed is the new creation. It's the new man. No matter where you've come from or what you've done, God always can use those who commit to him and live for him. Today, Pastor Robert's going to show you that it only takes a willing and humble heart for God to start moving in you, to affect the world around you in some incredibly huge ways. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 14, with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. My reaction to that in the flesh, what I'm going to have to crucify, what I'm going to have to overcome, is not going to be, yay, oh, you're here. No, it's not going to be like that. It's going to be more like, Don't you people understand I'm trying to get away from you right now? But notice what Jesus did. Mark tells us in chapter 6, verse 34, Jesus, when he came out, saw a great multitude and was moved with compassion for them. See, I love that. I want to be that. He saw the multitude that he just left behind. He was leaving them behind on purpose to take the 12 away to get some rest. And they ran, and they're there, and and he was moved with compassion because they were like sheep not having a shepherd. Now, what exactly does that mean? What it means is none of their needs were being met. These people, there was confusion, there was need, they were not being taught, they were not being led, there was chaos. So he began to teach them many things. Now, that's another one that it's striking, that his response to the chaos his response to the confusion, the needs of the multitude that he saw before him was that he taught them many things. He gave them instruction. You know, we're told by the unbelieving world around us today that education is the answer for everything. And too often we buy into that. That if we just educate the poor and oppressed peoples, you know, the impoverished areas around the world, if we just gave them good education, if we just, they had access to, 
universities and get that higher education that crimes like robbery and murder and those kind of things, they would just disappear from society because the education is clearly the problem. Listen to me. There's a saying where I grew up that I believe is biblical. When you educate a crook, you have an educated crook. Now, I believe that's true. What does it mean? What it means is a problem is not the brain, it's the heart. The problem is not the intellect, it's the spirit of a person. Do you understand? Now, I don't want to be misunderstood here. I'm not saying that education is not a good thing. Education is a good thing. Education is a good thing. Should people have the opportunity to be educated? Yes, absolutely. What I'm saying is that education is not the primary issue. Jesus taught these people. The question is, what did he teach them? What did he teach them? You see, I believe clearly from what I see, the, the, the whole counsel of Scripture, that what Jesus focused on was the spirit of the people who were gathered there. The spiritual needs, the spiritual health and well-being. You know, education can do a lot of things, but it can't change who you are. Do you understand? It can't change who you are. And that's exactly what the Bible says God wants to do for people. It's kind of mind-boggling. I remember a few years ago, it hit me, you know, I was having a conversation with someone very dear to me, um, and she had experienced something when she was younger and um, a really kind of tragic thing, and, and she realized that there was this man that had been in her life who had raped and murdered someone else, and it was that realization, that new knowledge w was traumatic. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's like she learned it and that had a, a traumatic impact on her. And then we were talking about forgiveness and talking about redemption. And for the first time in her Christian life, a committed, serious Christian, first time in her Christian life, it hit her that if that person sincerely, truly gave themselves to the Lord Jesus, that he would welcome them. He would forgive them and welcome them into the kingdom. And she was grappling with, how can that be? Such evil, such wickedness, such depravity, how can that be? And I thought to myself, you know, God, what do you want to say to this? I mean, this is tough when someone's really experienced something horrible. And it was like he spoke a word. The person who is welcomed is the new creation. It's the new man who becomes part of the family, not the old, not the one who committed murder, not the one who committed the rape, not the one who was guilty of the atrocities. No, that person is put to death. What baptism symbolizes, you go under the water, you're crucified with Christ. That person no longer exists. And a new person is raised to life. Now, see, here's the thing. We think this is only symbolic. Not so. Not so. The creator of heaven and earth births within a human being something brand new. And we're going to talk more about that next week. I'm not going to unpack that any further. But the person that enters into a relationship with Jesus is that new person 
He births by means of his Holy Spirit. That's the person who goes to heaven, not the person who committed the atrocities. You see, when our education only focuses on the intellect, we're just going to give them greater abilities to perpetrate the evils that they've been perpetrating. But when you introduce them to Jesus, when you train them to trust him, to look to him, to rely upon him, the risen Christ, the one who is alive right now, and when you train someone to interact with him, train someone to trust him, train someone to rely on them, well, see, now you're setting them up to become pillars of society, to become completely different people, people empowered by the Holy Spirit, people led by God, directed by him, enabled by him. And men and women who are sincerely following Jesus, focused on glorifying God with their lives, they don't merely build kingdoms of wealth for themselves. They go on to build God's kingdom. What that means is that they go on to build hospitals and universities and rescue missions and orphanages and churches where people's lives are changed because their focus is on the needs of the people around them as Jesus leads them. The fact that Jesus taught them many things demonstrates that while he did feed them and heal them, he was concerned with much more than just their physical health and well-being. You know, that we do our very best here at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, to keep the main thing the main thing, to really do that. See, what that means is we teach the Bible. We study the scriptures chapter by chapter. We make disciples who go and make more disciples. And we, and we try to make sure that included in that discipleship process is this idea of encountering the risen Christ and being rooted and grounded in his love, just like the Bible teaches. Caring for those who are in need around us. We're so glad you tuned in today for Pastor Robert's message in the book of Matthew. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time you tune in? As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, we know the enemy won't be happy. We'd appreciate your prayers for protection and guidance in all we do. Would you also pray for your fellow listeners too, that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their heart? We have one more way you can support us in what we're doing here at Main Thing Radio, and David's here with the details. We all know it's vitally important to support the local church, a place we call home but it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves. Please. 
prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. For more information, visit MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks, David, and thank you for joining us today to study Matthew. Join us next time for more right here on Main Thing Radio.